Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to The Help Desk for Friday, the 11th of December. My name is Peter Wells. How are you, Tess Bennett? I'm well, thank you, Peter. How are you? I'm fantastic because the first story is one that I've been waiting for for a long time. Uh, And that is, I know I shouldn't be so happy about this, but Facebook is being sued by the FTC. The New York Times reports that the Federal Trade Commission in the US has more and more than 40 states have accused Facebook of buying up its rivals to illegally squash competition. The lawsuit alleges that Facebook deployed anti-competitive tactics to buy or neutralise its rivals and shore up its market dominance, specifically with the purchase of photo sharing app Instagram and the messaging service WhatsApp. The state's lawsuits quotes an email from CEO Mark Zuckerberg to Instagram co-founder Kevin Systrom warning of the competitive threat to Instagram if they didn't join the big Facebook. Uh, The quote is, at some point soon, you'll need to figure out how you actually want to work with us. Kind of damning stuff, I I would say. But anyway, uh, they have called for Facebook to sell off WhatsApp and Instagram and to seek approval for any future acquisitions. Yeah, and so the Facebook response to this is that they've dismissed it as revisionist history. And on their newsroom, they've published a piece that says the Federal Trade Commission and State Attorneys General today attacked two acquisitions we made, Instagram in 2012 and WhatsApp in 2014. Facebook points out that the FTC conducted an in-depth second request of the Instagram transaction in 2012 before voting unanimously to clear it. Uh, And this is the quote from Facebook. Now, many years later, with seemingly no regard for settled law or the consequences to innovation and investment, the agency is saying it got it wrong and wants a do-over. In addition to being revisionist history, this is simply not how antitrust laws are supposed to work. So it looks like we're in for a long, protracted legal fight on this one. I can't wait. Uh, I really, <laughs> honestly, I can't wait to see uh, the kind of emails that we're, we're going to uncover over the course of this uh, legal fight. I think it's going to be fantastic to watch. So 2020, you've redeemed yourself. Yeah, exactly. So my, my former boss had a good comment today, which was that he had Facebook sued for antitrust on his 2020 bingo card, although he also admittedly had it on his 2019 and 2018 bingo card as well. So there's, been, there's a few people who've been waiting for this one. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I've been waiting, yeah, probably about just as long. Uh, Facebook is the second big tech company to face a major legal challenge this year after the US Department of Justice sued Google in October, accusing the tech company of abusing its position to maintain an illegal monopoly over search and search advertising. Big tech, we're coming for you. (laughs) All right, moving on to Melbourne. Local take on an international story we've got for you. Uber has sold off its aviation division to a startup called Joby just days after it offloaded its self-driving car business. So it's looking unlikely that Uber will deliver on its promise to launch a fleet of 1,000 commercial flying taxis in Melbourne from 2023. 
This is from the news that last year that Uber said Melbourne would be one of three cities to pilot Uber Air. Kyra Waters from the SMH reports a spokesperson for Joby said the startup was still on track to launch flying taxis in 2023, but could not say whether Melbourne would be involved. So, Peter, as a Melbourneian, are you disappointed? <laughs> Not at all. Um, I remember uh, at the start of the year, I was at CES on uh, an invitation from Uber, actually, full disclosure. And I I went to their announcement where they had the big taxi thing that they were going to use. And, and yeah, I, I, I had an interview, one of those roundtable interviews after, and all these people were asking, oh, you know, can we fly in it? Can, can we have a go? And blah, blah, blah. It got to me and I was just like, is this just all PR so that we forget about Travis and how awful he was? And yeah, they didn't answer the question and I didn't write a story about it because it all just sounded like PR to me and it still all sounds like PR to me. Yeah, I, it did seem like an incredibly unrealistic time frame to begin with. Yeah, yeah, that was really the, the bit where I thought, well, it's just not going to happen. If, you, if you're saying it by 2023, no chance. And Anthony Aegis has three great s- stories in his newsletter, The Sizzle, today about Twitch, YouTube and Pornhub. And so game streaming service Twitch will ban lewd or repeated comments about anyone's physical appearance and expressly prohibit sending of unsolicited links to nudity. And they will also prohibit streamers from displaying the Confederate flag and take stricter actions against those who target someone's immigration status. Mm, And meanwhile, YouTube has decided that now is a good time to ban videos claiming the US election was stolen while proclaiming it has removed over 8,000 channels spreading the lie. And after being rightfully shamed in the New York Times, Pornhub has decided that child porn and non-consensual material are a bad thing. Uh, To try and stop the material constantly appearing on their platform, they're limiting uploads to only content partners and people within its model program. And it says a verification process so that any user can upload content upon successful completion of of an identification protocol will begin next year. And just so you know, that is Anthony's editorialising in in those quotes. Um, It's taken all from his excellent newsletter. Nice, nice cross promotion there. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's a great read. Our last story for the week, Netflix is rolling out uh, its Kids Activity Report, a dashboard for parents and guardians to keep track of what their children are watching. The email includes data on the types of content being viewed, suggestions for other shows and movies and more. Yeah, the email is quite cute. I, I missed it in my junk, but I, uh, I did a search on it just before we started recording and <laughs> don't laugh at that. Um, and I, found, I found the uh, email and it's very, very cute. It shows that Penny's favourite show is Cocomelon, which, which explains why those songs are in my head at all times. Uh, but it also has yeah just some really fun information like colouring pages, of Cocomelon, uh, because obviously that's her favourite show, and links to other shows that have a similar kind of theme and feel that I might be interested in. And also just like, yeah, there were some really cute suggestions like nerd shows or, uh, sorry, shows that show nerds in a positive way. Um, And I don't know if that was specifically targeted at me or not, but um, I, I thought that was very lovely too. Yeah, that's cute. So um, just a note for all the parents out there to go and check their junk mail. <laughs> indeed, indeed. Sometimes it's good in there. Anyway, that's all we have time for on the help desk for this week. Thank you, Tess Bennett. Thanks, Peter. And we'll speak to you all next week. Have a great weekend. See ya. Bye. Bye.